Before life. That's what my wife tells me. I have a before. She's like, you're before life. And then like, yes, my before life. There's a lot of things in my before life. Yeah. Yeah, No, we're a part of each other's before life. That's kind of, yeah. Right. If we're trying to get to know each other's now life. Now life, life. that's true. Yeah. Which is like, it's like, it's it's a lot. We have so much to talk about that it's like word vomit. We're like, oh, by the way, um, I was penetrated by three men the other day. It was awesome. You're like, five guys? What? Um, five guys? Like the burgers and fries? Five guys? Oh my God. Yes. Have you seen that TikTok? What, the five guys? Five guys? Like the guy goes, hey, babe, you want five guys? And she's like, all at one time? Or he's like, he said what? Wait, wait, I'm talking about the burger place. Yeah. I have not seen that. That's hilarious. There was a day, there was a night where I tried to get you and Cameron to make yes, out for did. like 30 minutes. Yes. I thought it was gonna happen. I thought it was, it was so funny. I was like, yeah, just do it. Just kiss us. Just do it. No. She, she and Cameron was like, off. Abby, you started getting so mad. It's been a long day. It was a long day. I'm gonna. So it was, it was seven o'clock. Like, we started at seven. So Needs like a third microphone for you, just <laughs> no, in case. Like I want to hear it. Yeah, like, I'll just, like I'll just here, snuggle over, over here. Like, get over here. Over there, real quick. Yeah, just in case anything hey, good comes out of it. We'll if y'all get it. closer, it's fine. I don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get close. <laughs> Hello. Hey, man. <laughs> We've had some days. That's neat. That is very awesome. <laughs> Like my mind like slipped into a place. He's gone. He's gone. His mind's well, gone. We didn't say much either. No, no, you don't have to say much. Alluded to the imagination yeah. took him for a yes, ride. That's I am a. Di- remember, I am a director. Like my <laughs> my imagination. I've already like pictures in my mind. I've already like oh. I've already, I'm directing the scene right now. Like oh, 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 the cameras wow. over we here. Really we got lighting level. over here. We oh, got a we got a down light. We got a little backlight going up over here. Oh yeah. my it's god. Actually, a lot of what I do in my spare time. Anyway. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of like things just went through my head, like names, businesses and stuff like websites. Oh my God. Did you get a new manager, through. Bethany? I think you just got a pimp. <laughs> you just got a I think you've been hired. Oh, yeah. I've been pimping since been pimping since been pimping. That sounds like very Hollywood of you to say. I'm a director and I could get you places. Yeah, I can't get like, nobody. I can't get nobody up. nowhere. I can't even get myself places sometimes. I'm Abby, and I'm Esau. And welcome to. Sorry, I said that. Sorry, I said that. I said it. I, I meant to say it. I know you did. You're not sorry. Um, so today we're trying something a little different. Uh, I have not told you the topic we're going to be discussing today, which is... I'm scared. Oh my God, don't write down notes. The whole point of this is so you can just talk normally. I I need to like remember things. Red flags in a relationship. That is what we are discussing today. What do you think the definition of a red flag is? A definition of a red flag, uh, that thing that pops up and says, hey, don't do that. Uh, stay away. Bye-bye. I'm out the door. Yes. Like that stripper you dated? Was that a red flag? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a red flag. That was a. Uh, that I was, was a young young adult, and she was very pretty, and she yep. asked for my number. She had a lot of red flags. She could actually shoot them out of her butthole every ten seconds and land it right on your face. That was one of her many skills. What did you know her? <laughs> How did you know her? <laughs> oh my god! I really that's hope that's amazing. accurate. No, okay, no, it's not accurate, but. This is the definition, even though there really isn't a definition, but this is um, from Dr. Wendy Walsh. She has a PhD, a clinical psychologist, and she specializes in relationships. So this is how she defines red flags. A sign that the person probably can't have a healthy relationship and proceeding down the road would be emotionally dangerous. Yeah. So basically, it's a sign that, like, even though it's small... That shit not gonna work. Yeah. But there's yeah. so there's such a big difference between like red flags and yellow flags. What is what's yellow flag? Is that like an NFL thing? Is what, <laughs> what is it? Yellow flag. Yeah, because you know I'm gonna know the NFL references. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I gotta God sub damn. in Bethany for those. No, um, like a yellow flag is gonna like vary based on you and your relationship like it's something that like maybe you're not quite comfortable with or something you need to express and you're like oh you know it's it's not universal it's like more catered to you like oh i don't like when people do this but he's doing it so it's like is it is it bad or is it just me that's a yellow flag a red flag they're usually generally more universal so like everybody agrees on a red flag Everybody agrees on a red. Sometimes you have to get over the red flags too. If you really like, there's some red flags. Sometimes like there's some bad red flags and then there's some like, but aren't aren't those just yellow flags? I I guess so. So what do you, what do you think the difference is? Like what's a red flag that you would, Uh, you think you could overcome? Huh? That is right. Hmm. I don't, I guess, yes, you're right. I guess I'm wrong. I, uh, wow, that's a beautiful statement. I'm going to really keep that audio bite. And then just every time that I think I'm right, I'm just going to insert it in there. And people will be like, Abby, that obviously was not him saying it. And I'll be like, yes, it was. He said, I told you I put it in the audio. Uh, yeah, no, red flags are like generally, hey, everybody knows this is fucked up. That's like what a red flag is. Okay. So, for instance, like... Give me some examples of red flags. Um, Beating someone. Well, yes. Come what the, That is a... You don't put your hands on I'm anybody. I'm just saying people still go... Woman they or still, man. They still do it. People stay in those relationships. So, obvi- that's an obvious one. But I'm saying like that's like the, the definition of a red flag. Something that's super obvious to everybody. That's what I think. Whereas a yellow flag, I think, is like the really minute stuff, like something that's so much smaller that personally really, really frustrates you. Right. But it might not be a big deal to anybody else on the planet. And we all have those. And those ones are maybe the ones that you could get over. Yes. Right. Right. But we can all agree beating someone is out of the question. Right, right, right. It's out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Everyone, please welcome to the stage. Do you want your last name? I don't care. Okay. Yes. Everyone, please welcome to the stage, Bethany Walters. <laughs> There's going to be music we're putting in there for you. Um, yes, this is Bethany. She's our guest for the evening. She came all the way from 
in Atlanta, Georgia. I think that's where it is, right? In her little bus. And wow. she actually didn't come in her bus, which I'm a little pissed off I... about. But it's because flights were so cheap. It was going to be almost $500 for me to drive my minibus across the country to get here, but it was $70 round trip Yeah, yeah. She made money coming to to fly here. She literally made money. Well, welcome. Yes, I'm very happy to have her here. So she's going to have her input. I didn't actually say hello, so... Yeah, say hello. Hi. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) So, hi. Um, So yeah, red flag. Um, There's a lot of definitions, but this is according to mindbodygreen.com. Big ones to look out for. They're very obvious, so we're going to breeze past these real quick. Physical abuse, number one, obviously. People push past that, though, because sometimes you think it's an isolated incident. It's never an isolated incident. It has been in people's lives before. You, but like there's there's also a difference between like punching someone in the face and getting super mad to where you like push them and you push them too hard. And then it's like, oh, is that physical abuse? Like I fucked up. Right. Like isn't there a gray area there. I feel like there's gray area there. Well, I think that's up to interpretation because that might be a gray area for you, but it might not be for someone else. Right. So. I could maybe be totally never okay with even the slightest little shove jokingly. Right, right. Right? Whereas someone might be okay joking around with their people all the time, pushing and shoving, and that's like playful and part of it, you know? And that could lead Mm -hmm. to more during an argument because if you already have that a little bit right then you could have it more yeah because you're going to escalate an argument with physical violence or get real fucking sexy that's all i'm gonna say Booyah! it could go one way or the other <laughs> um like i have definitely had that where i'm like mm, oh 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 choke, choke oh you're gonna, oh, you gonna punch am me? i a bad, no. bad girl are you oh. gonna hmm Anyways, but yeah, I agree. I think there's a line that we all kind of generally know for physical abuse to where like you cross that shit, you're done. But there is some like where it's like it's the yellow flag. Like what is what is that? But yeah, so that's number one. Um, Number two, verbal and emotional abuse. But again, this is defined differently to everybody. Yeah. It's also really hard to identify. Correct. When you're in the moment, it's it, extremely it, it's hard ex- to identify. Yes, because I've I've raised my voice in an argument with my wife before, and been like, oh, and she said, you, "Yes, you've raised it." Yes, I've raised it well, pretty what a loud. Lucky relationship that is. Oh, no, but but she tells me to bring my voice down because I am a large person, so it's she's smaller. So whenever I yell really loud and I, I like overpowering, I can right. understand. I'm like, I need to bring it down, like. I get it. I think like, but that's di- that's different. Like, I'm yelling. I'm emotionally what? charged versus I'm emotionally abusing you. Like emotional abuse is is manipulation. Yeah. It's it's um, um, gaslighting. It's it's things like that. It's saying you're not going to be loved by anybody else because I'm the only one who's going to love you because you're this way. Like that to me is emotional and abuse, you know, where you're literally breaking down someone's spirit. That's not like just an argument, you know? No. Like that's different. True. 
But there are still people who are emotionally abusive who could use their voice and size in an intimidating way to gang up on that person. No, I agreed, yeah. So I can see how, like, just asking for the tone to be lowered, like, that changes the situation. And it's hard for everybody because we all have times when we're, like, explosive, right? Right. So... Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, de- definitely having a lower voice no, but, de-escalates uh, the situation. But I'm just saying, not every argument is emotional abuse. But right. I think, you know, it's important to know the difference. Yes. Knowing the difference. Knowing when they are have manipulating you. Ever been, have you ever been manipulated before? Yes, I have. I was in a very uh, long-term relationship where I was gaslighted for years and basically like gaslighting is hey i'm going to convince you that you are totally insane when i'm completely in the right and it was like constant confusion manipulation and i feel like a lot of people who gaslight they don't know that's what they're doing they just do it out of instinct they do it because they know that's what's going to make you stay because they're so insecure they're so uncomfortable in their situation that they go abby that never happened like i did not talk to you like that and i was like no that that literally happened and they sit there and convince you that it didn't happen because they convince you that you're crazy or whatever it might be and that to me is pure emotional abuse that is it's taking advantage of your partner and whether they mean to or not and you know i've had people say that like no that same guy no one else is going to take care of you no one else is going to love you like i do you're like you're a hot fucking mess no one else is going to put up with your shit like they convince you of this and that is emotional abuse that is not Mm. right your partner should be building you up. Anyone who's listening, they should not be doing that. If you if that is happening, I highly suggest that you go to a friend. You know, there's lots of helplines that that are that are possible that you can go reach out um, because abuse is not just physical, and that is something that needs to be very oh, much acknowledged. No, no. I think everybody knows that abuse is just not physical. Yeah, you can fuck somebody's brain up. All of that. See, I think a lot of people don't know that. I think a lot of people, when they're in it especially, when you're in an abusive relationship, you don't know. Well, I think it's like I was just saying that sometimes it's hard to identify. It's really easy if somebody punches you. Oh, shit, that person laid a hand on me. They punched me. That's abuse. But if somebody does something to you, they say something to you, you, you cry it out and you feel terrible, and later they come to you and they say... I love you and I didn't mean it or I'm sorry and I'm going to get help and things are going to get better, then you have this belief that this person is a good person and they're trying mm-hmm. and you don't realize the abuse that's happening because it's it's cyclical, right? So you go from this super high spot where things can feel all lovey and good to this other spot where it's terrible and somebody's saying all of these super toxic things to you, right? So you can't identify that it's emotional abuse all the time. It's hard to see that that's what's happening. So I don't know if it's that people don't know, but it's just so much more obvious if you have a black eye or right. a broken arm mm-hmm. or if you've been slapped or anything like that, you could, you know that's abuse right away. I totally agree with that. <clears throat> you know, we, you and I were kind of talking earlier today about that, about um, extremes I'm, in a relationship. I'm learning new things right now because I am not a abusive guy. Like 
I've never been around a, in a abusive relationship. I've never even tried to like. If I thought something was off, I didn't even like, go with it. So right. I'm learning new things right now. Well, Thank that's you. good. Thank you. This is knowledge for me. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know we were talking about earlier the extremism. That's what it keeps you locked in extremism because you have such good moments and they convince you that they love you so much there's so many good things that are happening that when the bad things happen and they are just beyond what you could you would normally put up with when they come back to you an hour later and and say all these things to you to make you solidify that they care about you and they love you and you and you have hope i opened up my journal the other day I never journaled, but it was like a book that I wrote songs in a lot. So I was writing a new song and this popped up and it was a letter I had written to that ex. And it was like three pages long. And it's interesting because when you start putting things in writing, you start remembering. And I suggest anyone who's in a difficult relationship, start putting things in writing, put it into your perspective because you you can't, you, you always go back and forth. You're gonna be like, hey, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. But like your percentage of good might be like 15%, but because you're pushing all the bad stuff back in your brain, like it never happened. And I saw this journal and it was basically like, you've said over and over and over again, you're going to get therapy. You're going to get help. It hasn't happened. It's been three and a half years, whatever it was. And it was like, every time I saw that, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's right. And it helped me get out of that relationship. Excuse me. But anyway, yeah, very important. Uh, we probably won't get through all of these. Um, addiction. That is a, the next red flag. Yeah, I can't do that. Well. Depends on what you're addicted to. Like, <laughs> addicted to? Yes. This one kind of hurt, hurt my uh, feelings a little bit. I don't know. Wait, so I might change my mind about this because you're, you're correct. Like, it's kind of what kind of addiction is it? Is it something that they can overcome? Can you help that person overcome it? Or is, is it... At that point where it's too much for you to handle or you've been through that same addiction and you don't want to, to be around that same person that has that addiction. But sometimes I've heard that being around the person that's, that has had that addiction too and trying to get over it is something to help cope when they're both people are together, like groups and stuff like that help out. And I think that makes sense. Like if you both have had the same addiction and you're trying to work through it, I think this is mostly... Like saying, if it's a red flag, it's somebody who has an addiction that's not treated and you're noticing that. I think that's like the general statement they're trying to make, um, which I guess makes sense. Like if you like meet somebody and you're like, they're fucking cool. And then they're like shooting up heroin every weekend. You're like, "Uh, red flag, but you really like them. That's definitely like a red flag. Um, Okay, I'm going to say this guy here. Possessiveness. This is a huge red red flag for me because I've been through it through every relationship. I don't understand how people can be possessive over another person. It is possible. I very know, it's possible. Very but it's just it's just strange to me like how you can possess like think you can possess this other person, this other entity that has their own thoughts and everything and you think like this is mine and nobody can touch, talk, be around do anything with this person because this is mine. Like this person has their own dreams and hopes and stuff. Like you're taking all that away from them. I just never understood that. I don't understand how somebody could be possessive of 
I had somebody explain their possessiveness to me in a way that they said was biological and animalistic in the sense that if we were talking about like monkeys, apes, whatever it may be, there's a male, he sees a female that he wants and he claims her and he beats his chest at all the other males and says, she is mine. And it's that kind of possessiveness that's biological, which a little bit, right? We get jealous and we do things to claim our mates, even if it's we buy them a wedding ring so that way they are claimed. I have claimed my territory, right? But I will say, like, the individual who said this to me, <laughs> right? Was a fucking super idiot. Super possessive. <laughs> super possessive. And it was a way to say my possessiveness comes from a biological instinct, which sometimes he admitted was not great. He was like, I'm not saying it's okay that I want to be so possessive, but he said it felt like it came internally, like he couldn't help it. To me, that sounds like a fucking excuse. Absolutely. All right. Like, absolutely. He would pee on you so everybody else could smell it. Like, that's how stupid that sounds. Like, I get, like, we listened to something uh, from a guru yesterday, and I'll try and find him and, and tag him in the show notes. But he basically that entire like segment was saying that if you're constantly saying oh my genetics are doing this or i was raised this way or i was blah 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 you're never going to change because you're always going to think that's the way it is your mind is in your control and it's not going to change overnight but if you start making those excuses like I mean, I do get it. We There was that, that's how we were raised and we grew and we grew and we grew. But hey, guess what? It's fucking 2022. Grow uh, the fuck up. I hate, I hate that argument. Put your I penis back in your pants and calm the fuck down. I hate that when people say that's the way I was raised. Oh, like, yeah. That's the biggest cop out Yeah. anything Ever. I'm a Nazi. Oh, well, my parents raised me that way. So I'm just going to slaughter the Jews. That's like the, that to me is like the extremist version of it, obviously. really extreme. Good But like, seriously. (laughs) Well, my mother raised me to put butter all over my body every night before I went to bed. And no, I'm going to do it forever because I was raised that way. Also, that sounds delicious and like Mm. a lot of breakouts. Mm, Buttery. (laughs) All those pimples on them now. Oh, <laughs> like a, like <laughs> you know when you sweat in bed too, you're just gonna smell like a roasted turkey in the morning. Hey baby, have some rolls right here. Can I uh, kind of just roll them on you real quick? Mm. Mm. Butter them biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna stop at this one here because there's so many, but um, but this is one I wanted to touch base on because we've talked about it so much. Narcissism. Being a narcissist is the biggest red flag to me because a lot of other stuff, like you can communicate with a person. If they are an extreme narcissist, you're not talking to them. They will never fully embrace what you are saying because it's always about them. It's always how they can be the best. It's always how they can make the relationship better. It doesn't matter what you think. They like it's almost like a surface, almost a sociopathic most narcissists are. 
I'm seeing that you've dated a lot of people and a lot of personalities. I have not. Abby has I, trauma. <laughs> because my, I'm trying to like touch base on you, but I guess I have not been that much of a go-getter out there in this world. Well, that's in good relationships though. Because I, I guess I'm a virgin to all a lot of these, a lot of these these concepts. Because I guess. I found mine, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Well, that's nice. No, that's great. And it's not necessarily a, a good or bad thing for, for either person, right? But there are a lot of um, tendencies that uh, get people drawn to each other. For example, like narcissists will usually tend towards people who are super sweet and forgiving and caring and loving because they can put their traits towards them and that other person is also usually looking for someone who they can care for and improve and change and you think subconsciously a lot of times Mm -hmm. these connections happen based off of who we are as individuals and not the cop-out phrase but sometimes like how we're raised the things that we have gone through so a lot of times um, narcissists are drawn to the same kind of people and these people are also drawn to narcissists without realizing mm-hmm. it. So you saying that you haven't been in those situations just means that... I probably have. Maybe you're... A, no, maybe you're a little bit of a healthier situation or you have a different outlook or you have a good balance of the things that you seek in a person and the things that you see in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very easy... For example, like I grew up in in a super abusive, like physically, emotionally, mentally abusive household. And so a lot of people that I chose as my first boyfriends were very aggressive, you know, and you don't realize that because they seem what less aggressive than my father was, Mm. than my brothers were, you know what I mean? So because of our past experiences and the type of people that we are, we get drawn to these people without realizing that we're drawn to them. So sometimes um, it's really easy for a narcissist to get drawn She's to... She's dropping knowledge on me right now. She's <laughs> dropping some knowledge. Fucking. <laughs> Gets it right on your face. Yeah, That's how right she does there. Bow. Like, I'm like... Oh. Two girls, yes. one thought, bitch. Yes, That's what one you thought, and it blew my mind. Oh, my God. All right, we've talked about a lot of really serious stuff. It's very, very true. And people need to be very aware of red flags. We're super serial right now. We're like fucking Captain Crunch over here. Um, But let me uh, tell you some funny shit. So these are real tweets. And somebody said, hey, what are like important red flags? And these are (laughs) the top 10 red flags that got like they got voted the most likes um, on Twitter. Here we go. And I know you guys are all going to relate to this. People who are rude to service workers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to knock somebody out. If I ever heard somebody going hard on a server, yeah. Like in the back in the bathroom or? Not, wow. You went somewhere else with that. But uh, if they're, you know what I mean. Do you have personal experience that you can relate to this? I would be awesome though. I would do it. It's like a little dream sequence in mind. So what's it? What's like, your, what's, ooh, you want to apple my bees? I don't know. That didn't make sense. <laughs> apple my bees. 
Is there, is you this, want a cheese, my well, cake I'm tr- I'm factory? I'm trying to think of this. This oh, apple and my bees with the so cheese. Bad. Oh Lord. Uh, but uh, what's <laughs> so? We've all been servers. Mm-hmm. Now let's think. Like, mm-hmm. what is your worst experience? Like with a with a customer. Oh God. Mm. There's like too many. No, I definitely have two that stand out. Okay, Sam, you tell me. Okay, well, I had, um, so my first serving job in high school was at IHOP, which, you know, could bring in a certain kind of people, sure. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, I had this older British lady who came in, and they don't tip. Right. So that's like one thing to start off with. In you Europe. Just, yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, walking up to the table that you're not going to get anything. And I hop, I made, I don't know, uh, like $12 a day. No, or I something? think I made like three twenty five an hour when I started. I think right. was the wage that I made, uh-huh. um, you know, because that was that's server wage. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you know this going up, but I was brand new and uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I was not a good waitress. Sure. But even if you're not a good waitress, there are better ways to handle the situation. And she uh, was not satisfied with her food and she yelled at me for it and I started crying in front of the restaurant because I didn't know how to handle conflict. So what, what what is up with people sorry, you're a tiny little white girl. But <laughs> no, this no, is no, a radio no, show. Yes. We don't know. That's true. Yes, yes. yes. it's true. Yes. No, that's, yes. that's, that's absolutely the case. No, but um I don't like when people decide they want to bully the tiny waitress. I mean like she has no control over your situation. Like do not like just because she's tiny doesn't mean that you can berate her in this establishment. Right. That's I just don't understand people. Oh yeah. I no. just don't understand how you can do that. That's why people who understand that situation go, absolutely not. Service workers, if you do not know how to treat someone who is in the service industry, you're a fucking dick. Like, I'm sorry, but you're just you're out. Right. Well, I cried and she looked at me and said Stop crying. Wow. To which I ran away to the back and cried a lot more. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, and it was it was a Good it was God. a busy day and the cooks were backed up and the servers were waiting on everything and I mean it, it was chaos. It was just one of those days that everybody has those days in the service huh. industry. Forget that. Yep, and she just you know, I don't even remember what was wrong or anything. I just remember crying and her saying stop crying and um that always makes you stop crying doesn't it when somebody yells stop crying at you hey stop crying yeah you're like what the like and then you immediately go okay yeah because that happens i don't think i've ever had like people be assholes to me in that restaurant i've never i actually don't have i don't have asshole stories i have strange stories about Mm. weird people no that that's 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 because you're a big black man like you're an attractive big black man and nobody's gonna be like you fucked up my pancakes bitch i'll send an annoying telegram to your aunt and it's gonna be a really shitty fruitcake and she's gonna be so annoyed and i'm gonna say it was from you and then she's gonna be like that's the worst nephew I've ever had. I don't uh, think we do fruitcakes in the <laughs> black community. But, uh, okay, you guys want to hear the next yes, one? Yes, 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 yes. Go on, sorry. All right, we got power through. Um, now, give me a second to get this through this whole thing. People who hate animals, but cats in particular, 
Not merely people who don't care for cats, but people who hate and would happily harm one. 100% of the time, they have seriously, usually unexamined, issues with women. That is such a fucking specific thing that I think is the most accurate shit I've ever heard. Well, I don't like cats, but I'm not going to be physically. No, you just don't care for cats. You go, eh, I'm not a, I'm not a cat. They're assholes. They're fucking incredible. Assholes. You're incredible assholes. Oh no, I took care of his dog, and his dog was amazing. I love dogs too, but I'm saying like people who don't like cats like angrily, like okay, like they're like fuck cats. Like you just go, I'm not a cat person because they're kind of annoying. That's different. That does seem oddly specific, but I will say that I've seen a number of men who like beat the shit out of their dogs, and I also think red flag. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. If you if you have any kind of hatred towards an animal, animal? like no, you can't. Exactly. You're a sociopath. Yes. Yes. Remember? Okay, she knows who I'm talking about. I dated this guy in high school, and one of the biggest reasons why I broke up with him. He's very tall, blonde, good looking. You know exactly who I'm talking about. We were in the car once. We hit a bunny rabbit and I freaked out. Bunny rabbit's totally dead. Mm. And I was like, (gasps) like my heart just dropped. I just like started crying and my, like my tears started welling up. He started laughing. Right. No. Yeah, I know. And you know him. I cannot see this. You can't imagine him doing that. Wow. I was like, what in God's gift just happened? He was such a nice guy. It was a total turnoff slash red flag slash I'm out. Yeah. Uh, number five, if they refer to themselves as alpha male and and or call other men betas. Oh, I'm an alpha baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't call us. Damn, you've never said that shit. I'm an alpha. Yeah, and all these betas around me. Mm. This was written. um, I guess I should be citing these people. This is uh, written by Joy Joy, which is funny. That is funny. Um, That is actually pretty hilarious. And uh, it was written in 2021, so that's like recent as hell. I have never met a man who called himself an alpha. Maybe just because I've steered away from idiots. Have you been with somebody who's called himself an alpha? Definitely. What? <laughs> no. I, I'll block time. it out. I'll That's block it out. I'll edit it out if you tell me who it is. Ready? Everybody be quiet so I can edit it out. Go. I have been with so many men who call themselves alphas. I would literally have to think about it, which is terrible because you said that and I was like, oh my God, am I not noticing a red flag that I should be noticing? Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. So when everyone else, and this is from Joel Martinson on Twitter, when everyone else in their life is the problem and not them. Taylor Swift? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. What? what? Why, are you ta- why are you talking shit about Taylor Swift right now? I'm sorry. That, that no. just came up. Talk shit about her. Let's hear it. <laughs> I mean, let's yourself. be honest. Did you see that 10-minute song on SNL? No, it's not. She did a 10-minute rendition of a song about her ex, and it was Jake Gyllenhaal. We all knew who it was. No, no. And she's like screaming about him for 10 minutes. It's the longest song on SNL I've ever seen, and I was like, girl, you need help. I know, I know, I might get hate for she this. Yeah, but like all this, all her songs though, like all these ex boyfriends. Have you listened to my songs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I know you probably were the problem. And you figured this out a little bit later. Like, oh shit, 
That was my fault. I can see you doing that, Abby. Oh. Listen, I know oh. when it's my problem, and I know when it's fucking theirs. And seventy percent of the time, it's fucking. Theirs. I'm sorry. She has all these hits. I feel like you just discovered your own red flag. What? Booyah, <laughs> Cusco's Topia. No, 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 no. <laughs> This is not that though. No, no, no. For I agree real. with you. No, actually, legitimately, I agree with you, especially based off of your exes who I do legitimately know right. and know the stories that, like, there were definitely people that they had their own issues. Well, you don't even know, like, my most recent ones, and those were the ones with the real big this issue. Yeah. Where it was like, I am the type of person who I'm very internal. I want to look inside and go, okay, how can I be a better person? What did I do wrong to cause this issue? What My outcome is this. What did I do? Even in the songs where I'm like, you're a fucking dick. Like, really internally, it's like, hey, what happened in this scenario to create this outcome? Was it me? Was it him? Was it both? Whatever it is. Um, but you have to be in control of your own actions. And I'm not just talking about in relationships. I'm talking about like in your workplace, in your family. These are types of people who nothing's ever their fucking fault. And they're always like, well, my family's just fucking ignorant. Or um, they just don't know how to take a joke. Or that kind of person. Right. You know, like where nothing's their fault. And the, you know, the, that person is never going to be the same. Like They're never going to change. Don't ever try and change someone like that. I know this from experience. And I've known this from researching the psychology of it. They will not change unless they absolutely can understand that they are the problem in at least one aspect of their life. And they will not. You're completely oh. right. And when I said that you just found one of your own red flags, it's really not <laughs> legitimate. Because, like, you, you own up to the stuff that's oh, yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the difference, right. right? You're talking about somebody who will literally never right. own up to their own thing. Right. You can and go, you can. hey, I fucked up. Right. These people don't do that. They don't. Those aren't good leaders, though. So those aren't no. good people to be around. No, they're gonna fail. Right. They're gonna Which fail is their why entire life. A red flag. Red, red flag. Red flag. Red flag. I have a question. Do we think that, like, out of the major red flags, like not our yellow flags, not the gray area red flags, do you think a red flag means it needs to stop right now? Can't go any further. As we were talking about all this stuff, yes. That's my uh, conclusion from all of this conversations that we've had. Red flags need to stop or you just need to leave if that red flag is... Well, that's what I mean. It, do, if you see one major red flag, do you try and see if it happens again or do you leave immediately? Oh, like red flag, like, I think red flags might be like dating, like those three dates. Give them that one... All right, well, well, shame on me. Give that two. Oh, dang it. Okay. And three is like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going, I'm done. I'm done. So you like, get three red flags and you're out? Strike. Third and strike, you're done. I don't that's think that's a bad tough. thing. Like, I hear you, and the only one that is arguable is, like, the most obvious of them all, right? Physical abuse. So if you get punched in the face one time by your partner, is that like a, oh, no, that happened accidentally one time? Maybe. Second time? I, I would call it quits after the second time. Second time is enough to know that it's going to happen again. Right, right. right? Maybe mm -hmm. not three yeah, in so that situation. If somebody... But I, I think that, like, as face, a general like, rule, yeah, like, yeah. three kind of makes sense because if you're an intelligent human being, like, 
I do believe that is why a lot of relationships nowadays do not work in the long term because people either give up too easy or they don't give up when they should. And so there's a very fine balance between that. So it's like you have to find out what, first of all, your personal red flags are. What's very important to make you have a successful relationship? And then go from there. Because everybody's going to be a little bit different. That's kind of like why there is no definition to this. Everybody is different. You need different things in a different relationship. Other people, like cheating could be a red flag in other people's relationships. Whereas there's several people who have very alternative relationships. So quote unquote cheating means something completely different to them. And you know, it, it isn't as, as big of a deal. So you have to find out what your red flags are you have to find out your boundaries in a relationship and you have to go from there. That's kind of my summary of that. Huh. Yeah. Neat. So this is a little bit more of a serious this topic was, today. This was serious, super serious. It was a little more serious. I it just kind of happened to go that way. Oh, it's all good. But I really appreciate you guys. And Bethany, thank you for being here. Thank you for letting me be here. Yes, that was Just awesome dropping surprise. knowledge on us, like like <laughs> brain bullets. I know, here. a little fucking guru <laughs> Bethany crawling uh, out of the closet. Just telling everybody how it is. Well, It was good. It was awesome. Yes. So thank you. Thank you, everybody um, who's listening. If you are, we are, sorry I said that, on Instagram, sorry I said that podcast, sorry I said that podcast at gmail.com if you feel so inclined to tell us your stories on some funny red flags that you've had in your life. Um, I am AbbyJoy0125 on Instagram. I am Esau the Seesaw. Which on is Instagram. Fantastic. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to remember. So thank you all so much, and we will see you later. Bye. 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 Peace. That was amazing.